that being said, we will go ahead and uh, go ahead and get started tonight. Um, I know Ezra should be joining us a little late, but he, he should be with us. But so, what are you guys' thoughts on that? As far as uh, you know, kind of relaxing the mask mandate and um, uh, moving into that. Hey, if you're fully vaccinated, you can take off the mask. Like, how, how do you guys feel about that? You know, for me, I, I actually think it's the right move. I think it's the right direction, the right way to go. Um, I think uh, with the numbers the way they are, we're on a decline. And if you look at it and people get fully vaccinated, uh, what's the incentive uh, for people to get vaccinated if they if they can't have some sort of some sort of uh, semblance of a regular regular life like they had before? Um, if the vaccination does what it's supposed to do, the rate of transmission should be low for you if you're vaccinated. Um, and I think. I, I think it's a good thing. I think people have COVID fatigue. I think um, it's wearing on a lot of people. Um, it's wearing on a lot of people's health, mental health. I think it's wearing on their, their patients, their nerves. Um, so to, to say somebody's fully vaccinated and, and that they have special and they have privileges, you know, outside of somebody who's not vaccinated, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with that step. Um, and, and agree with with where, where they're headed. I mean, um, personally, you know, I, I I would enjoy going into the store taking my mask off. You know, I'm kind of I'm one of them people. You know, I, I I'm not gonna lie to you. As much as I love, you know, I, I shouldn't say love it. As much as I respect uh, what needs to be done for COVID and all that, I, I'm I'm ready, and I think the country's ready to move on and you know we got to the mask mandate based on science and based on statistics and based on data then we should come out of it based on science based on statistics and based on data and right now the data is saying if you're fully vaccinated you're good so you can't have science and statistics one way and don't use them the other way that's that's just my thought I went grocery shopping with the family yesterday. <laughs> and although the mandate uh, has been adjusted, <clears throat> there wasn't one person in the grocery store that was not wearing a mask. And I didn't even think about it until afterwards my wife told me. Um, but I like wearing a mask out. I've, ta I've talked about it before. I think uh, people are disgusting. <laughs> Whether COVID's around or not, they're wiping boogers all over the place, scratching their butts, and then grabbing it, grabbing the railing. And so, so and what? They need to they need to wear a mask the on their butt. Is that is that what you're saying? Man, if they don't, I'm wearing it on my face. I I'm a I'm a big fan of normalizing masks. Actually, I'm a, I I like wearing a mask. I mean, I don't like wearing a mask. Um, but when I'm when I'm out in public, I don't mind it. Uh, and uh. I don't have to hold my mouth a certain way. I can leave my, I'm a mouth breather sometimes. And when my mask's on, I can be a mouth breather, you know? <laughs> I just, personally, I, I never saw what anyone had, any problem anyone had with the masks. Um, and so I don't think they should have a problem with it now. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the, 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 
the ability for people to abuse this, like going in places without a mask that aren't vaccinated, um, it's there. Uh, and so in order to control that, the next step is something that I don't like, which would be a, which would be breaching people's private information. And so I don't know what to do about that. And so I'm not in charge of that. I don't care. I'm going to wear a mask either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, you know, on, on a, if you could say a negative side of the coin, um, you know, and, and what crosses into what, you know, we, we commonly talk about, you know, falling under like HIPAA uh, and that type of thing, you know, challenging whether or not, you know, someone is vaccinated or not vaccinated, you know, what right do you have to, to challenge or ask that question? And then even if you do ask the question and somebody gives you the information, yes or no or whatever, um, you know, are they being truthful or are they not? How do you validate it without being intrusive into their into their private information? Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of with you on, on the mask thing. Like, I'm I'm okay wearing them. I mean, it's not it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, you know, I mean, I've I I'm vaccinated. I've, I've got no problem talking about it or telling people about it or. You know, I mean, I haven't sprouted a, a head out of my neck or, you know, out of my stomach that I can hide and, and pretend isn't there. Like if you've seen if you've seen the old school Total Recall, you know, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's trying to get to like the resistance leader. And, you know, it's it's essentially an alien or, or you know, a growth in, in somebody's stomach. You know, this guy's abdomen or whatever. Uh, you know, that hasn't happened to me. Um, I haven't turned into gizmo. You know, I didn't have a bunch of gremlins pop off me. Uh, you know, anything to that effect. I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. Um, but I, I think that, I think that unfortunately in our culture, in, in, in our society here in America, we confuse, uh, rights and privileges oftentimes, um, just to simplify it. And, and I think a, a lot of people may have taken issue with wearing a mask just because they were getting told what to do. And, you know, it, it's funny because you're told to wear a seatbelt. And when that when that first became a thing, there was a huge issue with that, you know. Um, when it was, you know, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service, people don't seem to have a problem with that. But if a store wants you to wear a mask, all of a sudden that was a problem because you're violating my rights and... And so we, we kind of misconstrue this rights versus privileges, uh, you know, what is acceptable, not acceptable, private establishment, government establishment, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so I, I think a lot of times um, or a lot of the response in, in some aspects has really just been a temper tantrum on some people's, you know, um, stance it has just been i'm getting told what to do and and you can't tell me what to do i'm an american you know and and i i think that that was a response from several people i think there's also a group of people that legitimately due to health reasons struggle to breathe comfortably in a mask um i i think that it would be unfair to say that that isn't true uh, you know and listen i'm i'm fat they're not the most comfortable things for me to wear, you know, and, and that, that's not a medical condition. That's just Gary likes to eat, you know. I'm not fat because of any other reason other than Gary don't like to put the fork down, you know. And, uh, but even with that, 
the masks aren't the most comfortable. So I could imagine if you had some type of medical condition not wanting to wear the mask. But again, we roll into that, you know, how do you really validate it? How do you not validate it? Listen, I'm I'm still okay wearing them out everywhere. Like you said, Steve, people are nasty. Um, And even before COVID, people were nasty. I can't believe I wasn't wearing a mask this whole time. As soon as I saw everybody in in Asian countries doing it, I should have been like, dang, why am I not doing that here? Mm. I mean, you you really think about it, right? You you like the the way that the way that um, you know the fact that America had to be taught how to wash its hands. That in itself should tell you a right, lot. Right, we don't talk about it anymore. But at the start of all this, last March, the the, the biggest problem wasn't really the masks; it was washing your hands. Everybody started finding out and watching people leaving bathrooms without wa- washing their hands. Yeah. Folk just and then, they had to give you a, and then they had to give you a song to sing while you wash your hands, so you stayed under there a lot. But <laughs> do, don't don't get me wrong, like I I believe that I believe at, at one you know at the height of the pandemic the masks were a requirement. They should have been a requirement. <laughs> you, you know you comply with you comply with the the public safety issue. I'm not one of these people that was stomping their feet, going, "Oh my God, you're I'm an American. How dare you tell me?" But I seen it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I actually lived it. If you live in Olean, you'll see it enough. How dare you <laughs> tell me what to do? I'm an American, and I'll wear my mask where I want. But I also am with you guys. If it ever gets to the point where you have to take that next step, if the numbers go back up, and it has to get to a point where you have to take that next step, and you say, prove it or don't, then it's just time to go backwards. Because I don't think it's right for people to say, "Show me, show me your vaccination paperwork." Right. Nobody asked me to see whether see me. Nobody asked whether see I got if I got a flu shot. You know what I mean? That's my own personal business. That's my private business, right? So that's my health. So I shouldn't have to walk around with a passport showing you that I got the flu shot, right? Um, but and that if you get to that point, that's when you have to reevaluate why you're at that. I look at it strictly from the perspective of I'm to the point now where the numbers are where they are. They're the lowest they've been in a long time. And um, I believe businesses have the right to say to a person or not a person, a group of people or whoever shops at that store, just like no shirt, no shoes, you know, we we require a mask in the store. Mm. And people need to respect that, right? The same with a restaurant, the same with any other business. But I think we've reached a point where we can allow business owners to make them decisions of whether or not they they require or don't require based on their business. And at the end of the day, you know, they can build their business model around that. Yeah, because, I mean, we can we can all decide whether or not we want to keep wearing them. Like, there's nothing that says I have to stop wearing it, you know, if I choose to. So that's kind of where my, that's kind of where I go with it is, let's say if I wanted to walk into a Reed's food barn and they said, you know, we require masks, well, I'm going to put my mask on and go in the store. I'm going to respect that decision, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and I think at that point, people make a choice. Either you can shop at that store or don't shop at that exactly. store. Exactly. Go to that restaurant or don't go to that restaurant. That yeah, choice of course. Yeah, that's what you that's what you were saying about the difference between a right and a privilege, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I was getting at with yeah, Sorry, between Danny. 
No, yeah, between the rights, rights and privilege aspect, and you know, like you were talking about the 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 show me or the passport, like you know, if your kid's going to you know a public school, I remember I had to be vaccinated before I went to the school, and the school had to see proof of it, but the general public didn't see it, like right. you know, it was you know those records or whatever, and you know, as far as flying and flying internationally, like you present that information, well, that information is not general public information; it's just used you know essentially to get in. You know, on that flight or into that country, et cetera, et cetera. That's a little different than, you know, like you said, walking into Walmart, walking into Reeds and somebody going, show me your, you know, show me your vaccination. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Like, well, slow down, bro. You know, now, now, now you, 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 you step in a little bit, but you know, I think you're right. I, I, you know, one of the things, one of the things that kind of frustrates me, and this is, this is more, I guess, more a little local, um, in reference to like the masks and COVID and, and social distancing and the gathering restrictions, we have various activities that are going to be taking place over the course of the next few months. Um, you know, here in the area, here in the state, you've got here locally in Olean, you got Strollian, which is an event where vendors, you know, set up outside and, uh, you know, in our downtown area and, you know, people are encouraged to kind of, you know, walk the streets and visit these vendors and et cetera, et cetera, which is cool. You know, that's fine. Um, and then you have, um, um, if I'm not mistaken, Cat County Fair is going on. Uh, the Allegheny yeah. County Fair is going to go on. Um, yeah. The State Erie Fair. County. Yeah, Erie County State Fair is going to go on. Um, you know, so, you know, these, these things are going to happen, but we're not having a Memorial Day parade. We're, we canceled fireworks. You know, I saw a press release today in Olean that they canceled the fireworks. Um, you know, and it's like we 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 apply one set of logic based on the social distancing and the masks and the vaccination numbers and 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 the the case numbers uh in one circumstance and situation but then it doesn't seem like they're applied the same way to the other ones and so i I think sometimes people are kind of getting a they're they're getting a, a mixed message I guess I don't want to necessarily say the wrong message, but I, I think they're they're getting a mixed message necessarily. Like, well, why why can we do this but we can't do this type of thing well, when they're essentially similar? Well, hasn't that been the case since the beginning? True. Uh, a lot of the regulations that they put in place don't make sense, and this is one of the reasons why people feel you know are feel the way they feel about some of the regulations. Because I'll give you a prime example of a regulation that I laughed at as soon as they came out, but I took the benefits of it. Um, Restaurants. I'm going to walk in this restaurant. I'm going to walk past everybody in this restaurant with my mask on. And then I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to take my mask off. And we're all going to breathe the same air. Right? And then I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to put my mask on. And I'm going to walk past everybody with my mask on. Go to the bathroom, come back out, sit back down, take it off. Still breathe the same air together, and then walk past everybody leaving, and still breathe the same air. Especially since the first study that came about as to why the virus spread quickly was a diagram of people sitting in a restaurant and the vents circulating the air from the tables, and they said, "Oh, COVID was is spread through the air, and so if you're inside." You should, I mean, you shouldn't be inside. That's why we first closed restaurants. Right. So that's just one explanation of stuff that has been happening from the beginning that doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. 
how a lot of this stuff happened. And this is where you get a lot of the blowback is because one and one never made two, right? And it was it was always by exception. Um, and but the bottom line is, I'm a firm believer too. Is the states can't stay closed. You can't afford to continue to stay closed. You can't afford to continue to close events down. You can't afford to continue to lose all that revenue because at some point the revenue becomes unbearable to sustain, especially when the risk isn't that high. If you're vaccinated, let's say the risk isn't that high. Um, and you know, at some point you got to start bringing your revenue back and you got to start bringing events back and you got to start, um, living again because people, without that revenue, without them events, without that stuff going on, let's face it, your state's not going to survive. The federal government's not coming down to bail you out there once a year. And and so, what's what's unfortunate is they don't, but they're quick to stroke checks in the amount of billions to other countries while they drop bombs on, well, we'll, we'll cover that in another show. We, but we could, um, a, we could do a whole show about how we wasted billions and trillions of dollars yep. in stimulus money and, but you know because that's a whole other show and, and, and how mm-hmm. we continue to waste billions and trillions of dollars in stimulus money not even stimulus money just money in general yeah just money but mm-hmm. more but it, it's really apparent in these packages but I but you know your states can't survive and you know like I said, the federal government's not going to come down and wave a magic wand and fix you again next year. So, you know, at some point you got you got to you got to get your economy back up and moving. What you think, Steve? What do I think? Um, I think that. Uh what you just pointed out about the hypocrisy in, or um, uh, let's see here. How do I say it? Well, anyway, the hypocrisy in how things were, well, seemingly how things were chosen to be shut down or not shut down through the whole thing uh, is still very worrisome. Um, I know in PA uh, this past week, it seems like, uh, I think maybe even two days ago, it seems like we voted um, to basically decrease the governor governor's power um, during emergency situations like this, and so it kind of lays lays some of it on uh, some power back onto the legislative branch in our state. And that's not quite what happened. Um, it really gives political power to opposing legislature to the governor, <laughs> which is annoying because it could really mess up a situation during a pandemic like this because people are selfish and don't really care about other people, especially if you're trying to climb that high up into politics. Just my opinion. And it's not about everybody. JR, running for mayor. Um, (laughs) uh, Seriously, though. um, And so that part of it, and then the who saying something different than Fauci, saying something different than our president, saying something different than senators who are speaking up, saying something different than doctors. Uh, It's just... The same thing you're talking about. Uh, it's just sketchy the whole the whole way through, and so there's no reason to think 
that with this vaccination and mask thing, things aren't also going to continue being sketchy. And so right. that's what I'm worried about, so I'm going to keep wearing my mask. You know, the the thing that, that, that amazes me is that we will we will ignore information from credible sources. Now, even though it's a credible source, that doesn't mean that they're, they're infallible. You know, they obviously can make a mistake um, and have and will, you know, in, in future circumstances. Um, but a, a, as a people here in America, we are quicker to believe what somebody sat on a toilet and typed on Facebook or recorded on YouTube we are quicker to believe that and treat that as gospel than we are any other credible source. Because we find, we, we have a tendency to lean towards, and, and I say we loosely, you know, obviously. I mean, if the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, put it back in a box and put it on the shelf. But we, we tend to lean towards any information that validates what we want to believe. Even if we don't believe it necessarily, but we want to believe it, we will lean towards whatever piece of information supports that thought process. And we do it politically. We do it, um, you know, what's that? Religiously. We do it religiously. We do it, yeah, we do it within the church. We do it in politics. We do it, um, we've done it with this whole COVID situation. Uh, We do it with football. We do it with basketball. We do it with, we do it with things that don't matter. We do it with things that are of the utmost importance. Like, it's just, I don't know why, but here, here in America, especially, I mean, my experience from traveling the various places I have is it seems to be more prevalent here. And that we, we tend to ignore reality if reality doesn't line up with what we want to believe. And, and I think that's a dangerous spot. Um, it has been a dangerous spot since the beginning of this pandemic. And, and like both you guys have pointed out, it has been difficult because the information was coming so quickly. And I think in an attempt to be transparent... They would, and when I say they, I'm talking about, you know, the federal government, the CDC, uh, the, you know, president's administration. At the time, it was President Trump, um, you know, his administration, uh, Dr. Fauci. When they would release information, sometimes they would release information and then the very next day be like they, they would contradict what they said the day before. And I, I, in an effort to be transparent... I think that they were, and, and again, I'm making an assumption that it was in an effort to be transparent, but they would release the information so quickly that it wasn't necessarily validated yet. It was like, hey, we found this out, so let's tell everybody. And then the next day it was like, well, we thought we found this out, but not really, so we need to do this. And, and so they began to lose a level of credibility with people. And that's why, and you, go ahead. You know why they lost credibility when they were doing that? You know what? Nobody knew what was going on, okay? Mm-hmm. We all, most of us understood it's day by day. Right. But, but nobody said, all right, we're going to get this wrong a lot, and what we say today may change tomorrow. We're right. sorry about that. Try not to hold it against us, which everyone did, because they never were honest about the situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone was always hoity-toity about, I know everything, here's the facts. And then mm-hmm. when it changed the next day, they just completely ignored the fact they said something different and didn't say, I'm sorry. The research now has changed. 
let's swap it up a little bit. Well, and even even then, held it against him, especially skeptics held it against them. Yeah, it, well, well, not just that, but I mean, even even Trump came out and said that, yeah, I downplayed it. You know, I downplayed it and 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 treated it like it wasn't a big deal because I didn't want people to panic. Well, you know, okay, you didn't want people to panic, but maybe they should have. A little because we were still we were such great people and, and such great patriots that we fought each other for toilet paper, like that's right. that's what the rest of America you know the world remembers America for and and we're we're we we still didn't learn from that lesson and you know get told hey you know what by the end of the week the whole issue with the gas is going to be fine and people still filling up plastic bags full of full of gas unleaded gas you know it's like it's hilarious some stores around here had to put up signs because our the pipeline that we get supplied by wasn't from the same pipeline. They put up signs and said, our gas is supplied by some other line. You don't need to fill up your grocery bags mm-hmm. with gasoline. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and then people talking about, well, see, see how important a pipeline is? Well, the pipeline that you're, you're talking about that got stopped wasn't even going to benefit America, like, if you really did your research, except for some short-term jobs. Uh, you know, but as far as the fuel was concerned, the benefit wasn't there as far as America was concerned. But that, that again, is another show and another topic. If you look at the beginning of the pandemic, like people, I, I was with you, Steve. I understood that this was a day by day thing, right? That this was brand new. This was day by day. This is something that we were going to have to work our way through, right? You know, at first it wasn't airborne, and then they realized it was airborne, and they were pretty open about that. You know, they got it wrong on how long it lived on surfaces, and then they fixed that, and they and they were open about that. And I was cool with that. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, so we're learning now. Like, we're learning how to control this thing. We're learning how to, to you know, get this thing under control. But the one thing that I can say about the CDC that I think really got under my skin the most in the information was just recently where they lifted this mandate is when they said the transmission rate for outdoor events was 10%. You had a 10% chance of catching COVID in an outdoor event. And come to find out, going all the way back to the Trump administration, they knew that it was less than 1%. And they never changed that in the CDC guidelines. And the reason why that bothered me was because I started to think about all the businesses that operate outdoors that are they're they're operating under a ten under the under the assumption that the transmission rate could be as high as ten percent outdoor, right? Because that's what the CDC is telling them. In in reality, it's one percent, and that's what the CDC guidelines is today. Um, and it's been that way. They knew that information. So when you look at the information, like. And you say to yourself, well, how many restaurants could have did better? How many local businesses could have did better if that information was shared earlier? How many businesses wouldn't have been in such of a financial restraint if that information was shared earlier? So it, I, I look at it like that's if I have one complaint about the CDC, that's what it is, is the fact that I know that they were learning and I respect that. And I know that, but that one piece of information right there, you know, that could have that could have saved a local business, that could have saved a local job, that could have saved, and you know, to to not be upfront and honest about that. And yes. it's funny. It's funny because the day that that was exposed, 
the next day, the mask mandate were over. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, so this, the CDC is the Center for Disease Control, and uh-huh. hopefully it's not a bunch of dum-dums that work there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm fairly certain there are a lot of intelligent people working in that place, and they know, and they've known this whole time, the people ignore orders, or at the very least, push the boundaries of orders or information orders um, from organizations like the WHO and uh, CDC. Any time we as Americans are giving in, given instructions until this is what we have to do. Or, or Look at the warning labels on, on some common everyday household projects and I mean our products, and that'll that'll tell you all you need to know about how it, we follow directions. Exactly, uh, and so. If I were in charge of a, an organization that was supposed to stop the spread of a disease, and I knew that the people hearing my directions are going to do more or do not follow my directions fully, I'm, I might give them an inflated number as a non-scientific organization. But the CDC, don't get it wrong, they're a political organization. They're not, it's not a science, it's not a research facility. They take information from scientists and direct it towards people they're they're civil they're a civil organization a social organization etc i'm still of the belief personally that i i was all in favor of then and still am now that we should have just said you know what just click clink just lock it down for 30 to 60 days throw your temper tantrum in your house you know, about how your rights are being violated and I'm an American, you can't do this to me, tear, tear, cry, cry, throw your temper tantrum, deal with it for 30 days, maybe even 60 days, and I believe we would have been well past this at this point. That That's my personal opinion. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a, a disease, you know, an infectious disease expert. I'm just a fat guy from New York that has an opinion. I I couldn't agree more. When this first happened, I said, well, why don't they just give everybody a date that they're going to lock it down and tell everybody, here's the date that we're going to lock you down and we're going to lock you down for 60 days whether you like it or not. We're not even asking. Mm -hmm. We're not asking. We're not taking a vote on it. This is what's going to happen. So you're allowed out to get food and you're allowed out, you know, for for food. And that's about it, right? That's the only thing you got to come out Food and medicine. And here's the time that that's going to happen, right? This part of the city is going to do it at this time. This part of the city is going to do it at this time. And and you methodically go through that. And you say, all right, but you guys are locked up. And um, good luck. And, you know, because we're going to, we're going to stop the spread of this virus. And if you're, if you're found outside trying to do anything, outside of the time that you're supposed to be getting your food and medicine, you're going to arrest them. That's simple. And yeah. I, I, I thought also about that same exact thing, but it's not feasible. So who's that police officer that's going to arrest that person that's not locked inside his house, right? He's out. Who are the grocery people that are going to have to stock the shelves for the people that have to go get food? Those people have to be out. And then if you got to go get food, you got to get gas. So people got to work at the gas stations so you can get the gas. And then truck drivers got to drive to deliver the well, gas. Well, here's here's you know here's here's my argument. Shut it down. Here's yeah. my argument with that though. Plenty of countries did it. It's it is feasible. Americans right. need the, to stop throwing temper tantrums. Yeah, the government 
in some of those countries exactly. delivered food. To Ex- exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. That like was it. it's it's feasible. Like it, it could have been done. It it, it could have been done the right way, an efficient way, an effective way. We as Americans, from the top all the way down, we just we don't like feeling like we're out of control. I, I personally, we don't like being told what to do. We don't like even politicians don't like being told what to do. You know, and and they're the ones, you know, they're the ones supposed to be making the laws to tell the rest of us what to do, but they want to be exempt from the laws a lot of times. You know, and and so I I get that. Now, what I will say about this whole transition, the whole, hey, if you're fully vaccinated and you remove the mask, even the people that are still choosing to wear masks because of so many people that have been against the vaccination, which at the end of the day, that's your right. That's your decision. I'm not going to bash you for for your decision to get the vaccine or to not get the vaccine. That's that's between you and and your conscience and, and and whatever the case may be. But if I choose to continue to wear my mask or a business continues to require its patrons to wear a mask, then it is what it is. You know, respect it or take your business elsewhere. But what I have seen with people starting to get out more, people, you know, I, I've had to go back to the office as far as work is concerned. Um, and personally, I would have rather stayed at home if, if you want the truth. But seeing people come in the office, some people's mental mental health is starting to improve because they are getting that that social interaction again. They're they're talking to people again. They're they're somewhere different than just their living room or their their home office or you know. And, and so um, looking forward to hopefully you know those events starting to happen again. I mean. I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm looking forward to those things. I still will probably be wearing a mask for many months. Um, and, and I'm not sure how long I'll continue it or not continue it or, uh, you know, but I, that's, that's just kind of where I'm at, vaccinated or not. I mean, like I said, I've, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm, you know, it is what it is. But I just, I, I think like we started earlier, we are kind of sliding into this dangerous territory of, you know, um, creating two polarized sides, you know, the, you know, show me your vaccination, where's your mask? And I don't have to wear a mask because I'm vaccinated. We'll prove it. And like, we just, I don't know. We as Americans, just, we, we, we go over the top sometimes, man. We, we just, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think we make it more than what it's gotta be. Sometimes people just need facts. Yeah. It's, it's all about pride. We, we have uh, uh, we have we have a lot of pride issues. We think we're better than they are than we are. We think we know more than we actually know, and uh, we think that no one else has any kind of wisdom that they can share with us. And so we ignore it, or we push whatever agenda we we, we thought before any of it happened. Uh, I am a little worried. If I choose to wear a mask wherever I want, uh, which I most likely will, especially in public places. Um, you're going to get evil looks. You're going to get nasty looks because people are going to look at you and say, "Oh, you didn't, you didn't get vaccinated. Uh, you're a part of the problem." Or you're also going to get looks from people who are lying and not wearing a mask and weren't vaccinated, <laughs> saying, "Oh, look at that, look at that, look at uh, that sheep soldier. He's yeah. a sheep." You know, but then, you know, honestly, there's there's people that have been getting those types of looks and getting that type of negative treatment their entire life just because of who they were born as, Um, you know, and 
it, it's it's unfortunate that we have such elitist and class type mentalities that they get filtered and focused into so much that happened here in the country. But I know myself personally, like I said, I, I, I was happy to hear it, you know, cause I feel like, okay, we're on the downswing. Um, but I'm still going to keep mine on for a while and maybe indefinitely. Um, I, I incur, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to me that, um, Pfizer, right. With the, uh, the vaccine, nobody trusts it. Well, not nobody. I mean, I trust, I got it. But, you know, so many people don't trust it. But when it comes to ED, man, they, they trust that little blue pill that that same company made. You know, no hesitation to trust that company then. But when it comes to that, oh, we can't trust them. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like, like we were saying a little earlier. We kind of we pick and choose what information we want to accept and believe. And if it leans towards our thought process, we tend to gravitate towards it. If, it, if it's contrary to what our thought process is, no matter how valid it is, we tend to, you know, shun it and push it away. And, and you know, I, I just pray that we, we have a little more sense, you know, and, and that's not to say that you're going to agree with everything that, that I agree with or don't agree with or Steve or, or Danny or, you know, whoever. Um, but just uh, that we can process information a little better, that we can, you know, accept things for what it is. Because, you know, even looking at all the facts and you can accept all the facts, you might still say, you know what? No, I don't I, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't think I should. Do and I still don't think I should have to wear a mask. I mean, you may feel that way. Well, I, I don't agree with that, but that's, you know, that's part of that's the double edged sword of our society, um, you know, unfortunately. Uh, is that we we do have those rights to agree to disagree to you know et cetera et cetera and you know these establishments even though the whole you know um, if you're fully vac- va- vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask well your job might still require you to wear one mine does if I'm up walking around from my desk I got to put a mask on that's company policy there's several business establishments that still require you to put a mask on our city municipal building great big sign on the outside of the door that says you have to have a mask on to enter now whether or not the uh, officer that is you know there at security at the door whether or not he's wearing a mask that is a roll of the dice you know you pick a day and he might be he might not be you know, and then hypothetically, no, 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 no. In all actuality, you roll the dice. He might be, he might not be. You know, and and yeah, yeah. Speaking from experience, you walking in, looking at the guy, like really, I gotta put one on to come in, but you just here chilling on your phone, not even paying attention, like really. Um, you know, but I mean, it's an unfortunate reality that we live in, and and so we're gonna experience that, and as these these mandates begin to change and things. I mean, the big joke here in New York was every time somebody else accused Cuomo, he relaxed another, another aspect of the mandate. You know, every time another, another person accused him of some type of, uh, you know, sexual, uh, you know, um, um, uh, I don't want to say assault, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, they, they would, you know, there'd be some type of sexual allegation against Cuomo. He would, release an aspect, you know, or relax an aspect of the mandate. That was, that was kind of a running joke, um, you know, and, but as these things begin to change, I think that we just, we all need to take some personal responsibility and we need to be mindful and we need to be mindful of other people. I think that if we just start thinking about other people, 
you know, it, it would make things so much easier if we thought about the people in our neighborhoods and next door and the people that we always see at the same grocery store. And it, it would just make things a lot easier. You know, just a little side information that you know, I just find interesting that everybody's talking about vaccinations. Um, Pfizer, the only company that makes vaccinations that did take one federal dollar. Did what? Didn't take one federal dollar. They did it all on their own dime. Oh, I did not know that. They didn't take any. They didn't take any federal money. And of course, you know, third New York company. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they fronted all the money themselves. They didn't take any any other. Yeah, and they, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not one of these. You know, it's got to be the vaccine. Like some people are like even a step further from the vaccination like if it's not the vaccine from this company then you know like they don't respect it or you know they don't trust it or you know and, and i mean i get that i mean people have their they, they've got their thought processes and their beliefs and and i get that i just um like i was saying i just i just hope that we we don't allow it to be skewed because i think all of us if we're not careful um, we tend to gravitate towards whatever it is that, that falls in line with our thought process. Because it's not always easy to agree with something that, that goes against our thought process. You know? I always find that to be a little interesting fact that they, they, they felt the need to do it on their own back. Well, let's and be clear, though. They have estimated that they're going to earn $26 billion this year, just Pfizer, on the vaccine alone. So. Yeah, it, it is. It is fair to throw that out there. Out it, they, 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 they may have done it on their own dime, but they understood the investment, and I think, I think that's that's a whole another topic. Sometimes self investment is really, really where it's at. I, 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 hate, I, don't, I don't hate our business. I don't hate on the business model. I'm just Listen, that'll that you know from from a preacher from a preacher standpoint, that'll preach that self investment. Sometimes will uh, turn out to be the biggest check you ever get. Um, but. Uh, but no, I, I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see the, the direction that we're going with this whole, you know, the COVID pandemic and, you know, the, the people that are choosing to get vaccinated and the mask mandate, you know, being relaxed a little. I mean, I, I'm happy in the direction, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic if that, if that makes sense, you know, um, I'm still like Steve was, you know, saying, I, I I'm going to be wearing mine for a little bit anyway. You know, it's kind of wanting to get several masks so I can coordinate outfits and even suits and, you know, whatnot. You know, they got to I got to put them together at this point. But, um, you know, I don't I don't think people should be looked at differently because they want to continue to wear their mask or if a business wants to continue to. Because, like we said, you know, asking people, you know, to validate whether or not they got the vaccine, I think that's dangerous territory. Um, you know, outside of, you know, like we were talking about, like schools and, uh, you know, traveling and into another country and stuff like that. It's not like that's just released to the public, you know, so. Yeah, there's a line. There's a line that you just you, mm-hmm. you just shouldn't cross. And if you feel the need as a country to cross that line, that means your numbers are going up way too high. You probably need to go backwards in your regulations and not forward. But um, there's there, there, there's a line. There's. There's definitely a line there. Yeah, for me in closing, uh, are we closing? Yes, know. yeah, we can, we anyway, can go, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say, yeah, me too. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to keep wearing a mask because people are gross. Um, 
I'm not I'm not that worried about COVID and myself catching it. I'm I'm just healthy and been around people with it uh, without knowing. I've been okay, but I'm gonna wear a mask um, to protect for future exposure and also to protect from boogers. Um, but uh, I think that one of the big points you brought up briefly, and I'm sure you talked about last week, is with things kind of opening up a little bit and people seeing that it's not going to keep getting darker and darker and being trapped in our homes with masks, etc. The mental health uh, of the people in this, in, in all over the world, has took a huge decline in the past 12 months mm. uh, due to the situation. People, not only people dying, but also their own situations and, and what they, what options they have to vent or, or socially uh, get together with people. And so, I am very thankful that uh, that the governments are this government's realizing that we have to, we have taken the taken the steps although it took way too long to get to the point where we're at and so now people can see some light at the end of a tunnel yeah that could still go on for 10 years honestly but there's some light mm-hmm. you know, in closing I would just like to say I like the direction that we're headed um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I do like where we're at right now. I like where the numbers are going. I like that the CDC released the guidelines um, that they released. I, I will say that nobody should be looked look at any difference whether they choose to or not to choose to or not or choose not to wear a mask. Um, they shouldn't be looked at in, in any any different or whether or not they're vaccinated or, or unvaccinated. That's a personal choice within their own family and with their own family structure. <clears throat> so I, I think people need to start treating people with a little bit more respect when it comes to that that realm of, of things. And I also think, you know, you, you have to respect your businesses, you know. You have to respect their, their guidelines. You have to respect what they want out of their business. And if they say wear a mask, wear a mask and respect it. Or, or don't frequent there. And, 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 you know, you have that option. That's your option. But, you know, there's no need to cause mayhem. There's no need to get into arguments. There's no need to, you know, bash these businesses on social media because of what they believe or what they don't believe. Um, just, you know, understand, like, this is their business. These are the things they require. And the same with personal choice. You either choose to wear a mask or you don't choose to wear a mask. And, um, Nobody needs to be felt made to felt good, good or bad about that, or happy or sad about that. And you know, and it, we just as a people need to start treating people better. And the sun is shining, and it's summertime. Get outside, enjoy the weather. Um, everybody's been cooped up for about 18 months now. You know, it's your opportunity to get outside, go enjoy the weather, go catch some sunshine. Um, go for walks, go do whatever it takes to get yourself outside, get yourself out of that funk, get yourself out of that groove. Um, I'm like, I'm like Gary, I used to, I, he said back in office, I'm still working half of my time at home, half of my time in the office. I freaking hate it, but it is what it is. And, um, I can't wait to get outside after work. So, you know, let's get that mental health moving and get the bodies moving again. And, you know, let's just be good to each other. I agree. Yeah, appreciate you guys tuning in. I mean, you know, it, it, it's going to be, it's still going to be a process, you know, this whole thing. Uh, the vaccinations, the masks, the, the distancing, the, uh, you know, just uh, be smart, be mindful, be kind to other people. Um, you know, I can't stress that enough. 
um, you know, especially this time. If you haven't learned over the last 12 to 18 months to think about other people uh, along with yourself, if not more than yourself, then, uh, you know, maybe you missed an opportunity. Uh, so I want to encourage you to, you know, put other people before yourself. Um, you know, and, and just, and not necessarily like you're negating yourself, but just keep them in mind. Just be mindful of it. Simple, just simple kindness, um, is all I'm really talking about. But I, I think that we'll see, we'll see a lot of things progress, um, you know, in the, in the coming days and weeks and months ahead, uh, as well. Um, you'll probably, like I said, still see me with my mask most times. There may be times where I don't wear it and that's because it's hot outside. I'm fat and I probably can't breathe. So I had to take it off for a little bit to breathe, but then I'll put it back on. It's one of the side effects of being fat. Yeah, it just, it is what it is. Um, you know, but, uh, with, with that being said, um, <clears throat> next week, Dak should be back with us. He'll have a, he'll have a high school graduate on his hands. Um, next week when we come back, I'll have a high school graduate on my hands. Um, again, congratulations to all those that are graduating college, graduating high school, uh, that have already walked, um, you know, congratulations to you for, uh, those steps, whether it be high school, whether it be college, um, the steps that you take in there, I want to say congratulations again, uh, to, uh, Julio Fuentes for, uh, his win, um, and also, uh, for, uh, Clarissa for, uh, even stepping up to the plate and, 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 you know, it's, she didn't she didn't strike out that's for sure she definitely she definitely showed up uh you look at those vote counts she definitely showed up so definitely appreciate you guys stepping up to the plate for the community um you know a lot of times people look at the school board and and you know even you know some other aspects in government and they don't they don't view it as important and those are vital positions and we want to thank those two for stepping up to the plate and and putting themselves out there and wanting to do something positive for the community so we want to say thank you very much for that as well um you know, I want to encourage you to, uh, you know, continue to pray for the uh, the situation uh, out in the Middle East as well, and 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 you know the the civilians out there that are struggling and dealing with that issue um, as well. Um, so just uh, you know, in in your personal prayer time, whoever it is and however it is that you did you pray, uh, remember remember that situation out there. Um, also, with that being said, um, I believe it's June twenty second. Uh, even though he's not on with us tonight, I believe June 22nd is the uh, uh, primary for uh, Ezra uh, running for uh, Alderman in Ward 4, uh, the Democratic primary. Uh, so that is June 22nd. So I want to encourage you to come out and show your support and, um, you know, show your support for him and, uh, you know, make a difference in, in only. And we're definitely trying to trying to make some things happen you know we have the the idea that's only in and then we have the reality that's only in and we're trying to turn the reality into the idea um, because it definitely can be uh, something special and so uh, we definitely want to show our support there and so I want to encourage you to continue to show uh, support there where that's concerned but with that being said gentlemen I believe that's going to be it for tonight we appreciate you guys tuning in as always thank you so much we'll catch you next week on house call where we make every conversation count